She's not here to judge. She's here to report the honest news on healthy living. She's Andrea Donsky, along with Lisa Davis. It's time for Naturally Savvy. I'm Lisa Davis with Andrea Donsky. We all want a no-tox home. Hello there. What am I talking about? Well, the wonderful Amy Ziff is going to tell us. Hello, Amy. Welcome back to the show. Hello. Thanks for having me. It's great to be back. Well, we... We love to have you on because because of you, I learned about a certain gene mutation for uh, people who are more sensitive to uh, toxicity. Tell us about that, that genetic predisposition. Yeah, so that is the MTA, MTHFR gene mutation. And uh, a lot of people, about 50% of the population actually carry um, this gene mutation. And what it means is that they don't, People don't methylate as well. It doesn't sound all that sexy, but what it basically means, mm-hmm. how well do you carry chemicals out of your body? And, you know, as you guys know, the beauty is our bodies are designed to eliminate the toxins that we encounter. It's just that we live in such an incredibly toxic age that now mm-hmm. we're constantly being barraged by chemicals. Whether or not you can see them, taste them, smell them, they're there. They're in everything. And so for people who carry this gene mutation, they're more sensitive to them and they hit overload sooner. So if you want to think about this as kind of like you, your body is a basin, is a bathtub almost, and you can take a certain amount of chemicals, in this case, not water. um, And once you hit that lip of the tub, you're going to start spilling out over. And think of hitting that lip of the tub as overload, toxic overload, disease, disorders, dysfunction. That's what happens when we get too many chemicals coming at us all the time and we can't clear them. The basin just spills over. (laughs) We're done. And so since we now know that so many of the chemicals in our everyday lives are connected to diseases that are raging in North America these days, we need to try and do what we can to lower our body burden and lower that water level in the basin so that no matter where you are on the spectrum of sensitivity, your body can handle what it encounters on a daily basis, and therefore you, you know, can Amy, remain in a healthy state. Um, and you know, that's- Amy, I love that. Can you hear me? You know, I want to ask you a question before you move on because I love what you're saying because I think for a lot of people – and I apologize for interrupting, but a lot of people, they'll say is, oh, you know, you can have an apple here, even though it has pesticides, it's only a small amount. Or a doctor will say, you know, you can have this because it's only a small amount of this toxin. And But eventually what happens, and everybody, like you said before, everyone has different toxic, like their body can handle different amounts of toxic overload. And for one person, it might be a little bit. For another person, their overload, uh, overload might be a lot, right? So I think for, you know, what you said about 50% of the population having an issue with methylation is it methylation to, is it just methylation in general? Because I hear a lot about it lately about methylation, or is it specifically to toxic, toxins, I guess, which is the MTHFR gene mutation? Just explain a little bit about that. Yeah, so this is going to be, you know, and again, I'm not a doctor, right? I found this out because of my own personal experience. And so I would urge people to start asking these questions with their own doctors and internists and health practitioners to learn what's relevant to them, because as you're saying, Andrea, everyone is what I would say bio-individual. You know, we all have our own set of DNA, but we're not a sum total of our DNA. And that's really what I'm talking about, which means because of epigenetics, and these are big terms, but what they break down to mean is really quite simple. 
our environment can very much be the difference between our being sick and our being well, can be the difference between our cancer gene that we may have turning on or remaining off. We want to suppress the bad genes and turn on the healthy ones, keep them turned on. And so by removing toxins from your environment, you can help your body do that. And whether or not you carry this gene is almost irrelevant because the practice needs to be the same. You probably know mm-hmm. whether or not you have a sensitivity to certain kinds of ingredients. You know, that's how a lot of people end up kind of coming to this. They get rashes when they use certain products, like my children did, or they get headaches when they're near certain kinds of fragrance, or they just simply can't tolerate being in a room with, you name it, you know, some kind of irritant, stimulant, something. And so that's how I think the people who are more sensitive, their bodies are giving them cues on that. And I just don't want to make it feel like you have to know these really, you know, these medical terms, because there are things that each and every one of us can do on a daily basis to encourage health, to bring that into our homes, to incorporate that into our daily living without, you know, going to see a doctor, which, by the way, I do encourage as well. (laughs) Now... Did you get, was there a test for methylation? And then after that, I want to jump into some tips to no-tox our homes too. Yes, you can absolutely have the test done. You want to ask your doctor to um, issue the blood test so that you can, or if you're the a person who's done something like 23andMe, you can, you can see your, um, your, your genes on that. So, but as I said, it's something that is very, very common with people today. And what are some of the ways that we can no-tox our homes? Because there are better products out there. You can make your own. What are some of the things you recommend? Well, as you know, I'm the founder of an organization called Made Safe, and we just so happen to specialize in this. So what we do at Made Safe is we go beyond just reading labels. We work in tandem with brands under NDA, and we're looking at everything that goes into them. Because what I realized in doing this as sort of a practice for myself and my family was that reading labels isn't enough. There are all these things called hidden ingredients and secret ingredients that hide whether or not it's intentionally in something like fragrance or if it is um, buried within an ingredient and it never, it's what I would call a sub-ingredient. And the reason why those sub-ingredients are hidden is because they never actually appear on a label. They would never be. Sometimes the manufacturers don't even know they're there, but they can be endocrine disrupting chemicals, which impact hormones, um, and they can be just general toxins. There can be a load of things that kind of come in through these back doors. And so you need really deep vetting. You need an independent third party, and that's what Made Safe does. So getting back to your question, I really like some of, um, well, I use all of our products in in our home, and our goal is to try and be not just about cosmetics or beauty products, which many people are familiar with having a lot of toxins, having the potential to carry a lot of toxins because you absorb as much as Mm -hmm. 60% of what's going on in your Mm -hmm. skin. But also things like I urge people to think about, think about your couch. You can now get a couch without flame retardants. Well, flame retardants are 
incredibly toxic chemicals. And once they're in your home, they're hard to get out. So what do you do? You want to not bring them in at all if you can. Um, Mm -hmm. Buy a couch without flame retardants that's made of natural materials like wool and cotton, which are naturally fire resistant. If you can't do that, if you own an older couch with flame retardants, you know what one of the best things to do is? A wet mop. Wet mop takes those toxins. They're heavy molecules. They fall to the ground. They live in your house dust. If you ever have seen a dust bunny or picked it up, that dust bunny contains long-chain chemical molecules that are toxic. So you want to get those out. You want to collect them with the wet mop because that actually you know, bonds them and brings them into the garbage rather than fluffs them up into the air that uh, a broom might do. Another thing is use a HEPA vac. So the HEPA is the kind of filter on the vacuum, and that makes sure that the dust is collected and not getting sent, again, up into the air and around your home. We want to take those toxins and remove them. Those are two simple things you can do when you're cleaning. The other is use fragrance-free products. That's a simple one to enact. Consider DIYing it. Do it yourself. Use lemon and vinegar and baking soda. That will help. And create a no-shoe zone for when you walk into your home, not to bring in toxins from the outdoors. And lastly, I would say another, you know, easy and cheap one to do, open your windows for at least 10 minutes a day to let the air flow in. Love it, Amy. Well, you can learn more about Amy at amyziff.com and madesafe.org. I highly recommend that you check out that logo because it means the product's safe. I'm Andrea Donsky along with Lisa Davis. Stay well. Stay well.